For the Love of Teaching is a podcast brought to you by TeachData. We save teachers hours each week by bringing them quality, downloadable teaching resources for their classrooms. To make your classroom buzz, go to teachdata.com. Hey teachers, Bron here. Thanks so much for listening to For the Love of Teaching. Please rate and review us in the Apple Podcast app and help us to reach more teachers' ears. Joe, Mr. D. Dombrowski, is a grade five teacher and professional comedian who inspires kids to love learning with his quirky sense of humour. Follow him on Instagram at Mr. D times three. This is Friday Funnies with Mr. D. Warning, this episode of Friday Funnies is not for little ears. If you've got kids with you, save this listening goodness for later. Hi teachers, it's Bron here again. Happy Friday and I'm joined again by Mr. D. Hello, Mr. D. Hey, 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 how are you? Pretty good. Love Fridays. Fridays are the best. The best, (laughs) the best. And I've actually been relishing in them even more now that I'm still in lockdown. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, Morgan is still working regular jobs. So on Fridays, I still feel like I have somebody to play with now. (laughs) That's nice. Pay me some attention. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Do you guys have like a Friday afternoon drink or anything like a happy hour at your house? Well, RuPaul's Drag Race is our favorite show and it airs on Fridays at eight. So perfect. Yeah. Morgan will pretty much work right up until it's on. And then that's kind of our thing. And we'll probably have a couple drinks while watching it. Oh, that's for adults and that's how we do. (laughs) (laughs) It's nice to have those little routines, just something to look forward to on a Friday night and just kick your feet up and definitely looks very different in your 30s and in COVID time than it did in the past. But, you know, it's still good. And we're in phase two now, which means you can have up to 10 people in your home. So we're having four friends over next Friday for dinner on our roof. Oh, how lovely. Yeah, your rooftop is amazing. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, it's just the little things that we can just really appreciate now, like having four friends over you. We used to probably think that was a small gathering, but now it's like, yes, come on over. Like you get yeah. really, I don't know, like if I have four friends over, I've got makeup on, I've got the hair done. Oh, got, same. I'm out of my tracksuit pants. Like it's, <laughs> it's really special. Well, if you want to hear something really crazy about that too. So... Do you guys celebrate like summer solstice over there? Summer well, it was just winter solstice, solstice this week on um, the other Sunday. day. Sunday, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, which, okay. So uh, yesterday was our summer solstice. Yeah. So it was the longest day of our year. And we live in the upper corner of the United States. We're pretty much in the tip of the Western, uh, Northwestern corner of the United States. Yeah. Ron, I kid you not, it was light outside at 11 o'clock p.m. That's oh. when it turned dark. 11 p.m. Really? 11 p.m. That is yeah. rooftop weather. That is rooftop party weather. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> it's kind of, it's not like this all over the place either. Like in, when I lived in Michigan, this would never happen. You just like even the, Yeah. Even in this week, Morgan and I are like, it's so hard to go to sleep because we're yawning, but oh, it's like yeah. totally bright out. Yeah. That's that glow. I was saying you look really dewy. Like you've just done I a face mask and you've got your headband on. So you look like you're kind of in spa mode and it's just the light. <laughs> It's just the golden hour. <laughs> God, I love you. Um, so we were going to talk a little bit about report cards because it's either something that we've just done. We've probably just handed them out in Queensland. School is out for winter today and in New South Wales, it's next week and all around Australia, we're preparing for our mid-year holidays. 
Report cards. We did it. We got through. Well done, everybody. What was your well, worst? What was your worst report card? Oh my god, all Experience. of them. Every single one I've ever had to do. Okay, <laughs> I, I got to be honest with you. I sort of love not being in the classroom full time because I can just like let it out. Um, I'm sorry for any former children's parents who may be listening. I never really took report cards that serious. Joe, I never did. Very important part of the cycle. Is it? Because I was always like, you're eight. Like, this isn't, you're eight. This isn't your Harvard entrance. Right. It's not going to make or break them, is it? Right. So then, like, I had all these other teachers that I worked with, and they were always, like, slaving over collecting all these grades and sometimes figuring out averages and collecting all these papers and blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, why? You know the kid. You know the kids so well. Are they doing well? Are they not doing well? Did you mm. have conferences with the parents during the year? Did you not? Are they trying or are they not at all? Like, where is that? You should, I believe, you should as the teacher be able to get the report card in front of you and say they're doing this well, they're doing this well in a super subjective way. Yep. And I only say you should be able to do it in a subjective way because it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. They're not in high school. This literally means nothing. So it doesn't matter. Um, so I think as the classroom teacher, you should be able to do that. My thing was, as long as I had great communication with the parent and was able to justify the marks that I did. Mm-hmm. So when I had students who, were, who I had to give like lower marks, I always yeah. made sure that I had at least seven to 10 samples of yeah. their work to back up what I believed in. Yeah. And that way, if anybody ever questioned me on it, I'd be like, oh, okay, here's why. And this yeah. is how, much, how well I actually know this kid. But so many times people get so caught in a tizzy about the work behind the report card. And it's like, if you know the kid, this shouldn't be as difficult. And Bron, you know how hard it is to be a teacher, period, point blank. Yep. Mm-hmm. Why make it harder? Why are we yeah. making it harder? Yeah, exactly. I I love that perspective, Joe, because I think as teachers, we often put a lot of pressure on ourselves. And I know the first few years I was doing report cards, that was me. I had my little calculator out. I was I had my mark book there. It was all paper. I'd written in every spelling assessment, every maths assessment for the whole semester. And I was averaging out to get a percentage to find out where they fit and you know, as you become more experienced as a teacher and more confident in your judgment making skills, you learn to get to that point where I think you're talking about where you're at, where you can actually just, you could talk about any given student at any given moment. If a guidance officer saw you in the hallway, you'd be able to, and said, Hey, I want to talk to you about such and such. You could say, sure. You wouldn't have to go back and get your mark book or your report card or anything. You just have it all up here. You know how that kid's going. So that's right. And I think yeah, if you are a person that spends a lot of time on report cards, it's you're finished. Take a big breath. Take a big break. You deserve it. If you're a person who smashes them out really quickly because this is your jam and you've been doing it for 20 years, that's great too. Like it's we're all different, but it, it, this this term I reckon has been so hard to report on learning. We oh, actually made a know. special. Um, free resource for our teachers with comments that could report on the students' progress during home learning so that the teachers could use that as an alternative because they can't comment on things that they usually would be able to. So it was things like appropriate mannerisms in Zoom lessons or appropriate conduct via email or uh, participation, you know, things like that, turning up every morning, signing in, saying hello to everybody, that kind of thing. So 
we've had to kind of be a bit flexible with reporting this term, but gosh, it's, it is always an exhausting time of your life. My advice is always work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be the death of you. So just if it's getting difficult, ask yourself why and do what you can. You know, I did hear though, Bron, I did hear a couple schools during COVID who were just saying, like, pass every kid. Like, just pass every single kid. Yeah. I don't, and I like, I get, I get the theory behind it. I really yeah. do. Yeah. But I don't know that I agree with it because there's, I I know off the bat that some former students that I have, just the dichotomy of their family life and their home situation is not the most routine and structured. Yeah. I know that that kid did not get enough academics this year yeah. to move on. Yeah. So like, what, what is the benefit when they say all kids? And that's why too, Bron, our school, I remember I told you one year I worked at a really bougie school. Yes. Now, when I worked at the really bougie school, they said that we don't, so that they, they were on like a one through four. So one, two, three, or four. Okay. And they always said, you don't, we're, we don't give students ones and we don't give students fours. And I was always like, why? Well, then if you're going to tell me that we don't give students ones and fours, then what am I doing calculating all this yeah. garbage for? Yep. If, it, if, yep. it, if it already doesn't matter, then why am I doing it? You yep. know? Yeah. Stuff like that just kind of, that kind of started to really get to me in the field yeah. of education because it's like, there's so much buffoonery that goes on that it's what was the really purpose of that for good optics for the school so that the school looked good I think it was for this so the school looked good yeah and also they had a really high eye on academics so yeah for a student to get a four it had to be some off the wall reason for how well they did yes and I was always like no, if I'm giving the everyday work and one student is going above and beyond in the everyday work, then yes. that student gets a four. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, and then every time I would give the student a four, and I did multiple times because students deserved it, yeah. I would get so much pushback from other teachers and administration. I was just like, I, I'm sorry. I just, I'm not buying into this. Like the no. rest of you are just blindly going along with emotions. See, that's what I was really good at. I was really good at not doing what I was supposed to. I, I believe you. <laughs> but funny. all in the name it's of the kid that. though, right? <laughs> yeah, it's about, it's about the students. And if they're never going to succeed, if they're never set up for success, what's the point of even trying? If a student can't get an A or a very high achievement or a four or whatever you're calling it, um, that's not, and that's not how we teach. Like here, like I have never heard of anything like that. It sounds awful and I can totally empathize with you being at that school for one year. The best thing that came out of you being at that bougie school for one year was all the hilarious stories that you got to keep. Many. <laughs> and I'm and so- I did talk a lot. I, I made some very good friends with some of the families there. Yeah. I some really That's cool special, kids. those relationships. Yeah. What are you holding that? You had a scrunchie in your hand before and now you've got a disinfectant. Is that a... I got both. This what? is a scrunchie. <laughs> because like- my, I, can, I can put my hair up now. <gasps> you know that? Wow. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. This is my mullet. It's a teal velvet scrunchie in a mullet <laughs> ponytail, but also with a snakeskin headband wrapped around. Like there's so much going on. I'm just Oh my like, God, I sound oh. like such a bow again. <laughs> um, Kath and Kim, look out. <laughs> <laughs> this is a a uh, like a watering thing for plants. So oh, some of my okay. plants are in very weird 
situations where you can't just like water it over the top. Some okay. plants don't like getting water on their leaves and some plants are just too high. Okay. So if I do this, I can push it and then so, get yeah. it in very This thing that spot. Joe's holding up for me now is like, like you know, when you have a, when you have like a guinea pig or hamster, I guess, and it has a little sipper, it's a little sipper for a pet, but you'd give it to your plants to sip from <laughs> your babies. It does look like that. Oh my God. Like a little guinea pig. <laughs> yeah that is so funny it's like- <laughs> i love it all right well thank you so much for joining us to talk all about report cards and share some of your experiences no problem thank you we'll talk See soon happy time. friday everybody happy friday happy holidays Woo! thanks for listening to this episode of friday funnies with mr d don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so that you get the latest updates on all the newest episodes